Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Today on the newscast, Iran-backed forces targeted yet again in Syria as Israel blocks Hamas terror tunnels. Get all the breaking details coming up. Folks, Eric Stackelbeck here. Welcome to the Watchman Newscast. A lot going on today in the world's most chaotic and strategic region, the Middle East. So let's get right into it. Number one, a quick note. The Iranian regime says that nuclear talks with world powers in Vienna will resume this Thursday, December 9th. Now, that remains to be seen because right now the U.S. and Europe are saying they are not pleased to say the least, with what the Iranian regime has brought to the table. But Iranian officials are saying that those talks, which have essentially collapsed, folks, after only not even a week, they kicked off last Monday, November 29th, and by the end of the week, U.S. and European officials were saying, basically, this is a joke, and the Iranian regime, surprise, surprise, is not serious. But those talks may very well restart later this week. Remember, The United States and Europe in particular, I hate to say this, are desperate to come to some sort of agreement with the Iranian regime. Can you say appeasement? Because that's what Western powers right now, sadly, are very eager to do when it comes to Iran. Uh, Speaking of Iran and one of its good allies, Russia, today, Joe Biden and Vladimir Putin, the Russian president, holding a video conference. No doubt they will be talking about Ukraine and Russian forces massing on the Russia-Ukraine border. We talked about that on yesterday's newscast. Check it out if you'd like in our archives here. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our channel and be sure to click the notification bell so you get alerts every time a new video is posted. So Russia, that's happening right now. And speaking of Russia, Last night, kind of the big news today here on the newscast, there were reportedly airstrikes in Syria, in specific the Syrian port city of Latakia on the Mediterranean coast. It's a city that is not very far at all from where Russian forces are stationed in Syria. Yet Syrian media organs said early this morning that overnight, around 1.30 a.m., Israel carried out airstrikes uh, against targets in Latakia on the port, in particular containers at the port that belonged to, surprise, surprise, Iran-backed forces. Now, it's unclear, of course, what was in these containers that Israel reportedly targeted. But look, Latakia is the major port in Syria, a lot of material is coming in at that port, and no doubt there is some illicit material coming in there. Of course, weapons and terror materials undoubtedly coming into the hands of Iran and its various allies operating within Syria. So 
Certainly, that is what Israel was targeting if indeed it did carry out these airstrikes. Again, just a stone's throw from where Russian forces are stationed in Syria. Russia, no doubt, is keeping a very close eye on everything that goes on in Latakia, what goes in and what goes out of that port as well. Again, another indicator that that meeting between Naftali Bennett, the Israeli prime minister, and Russian President Vladimir Putin back in October went pretty well from an Israeli perspective, at least for now. Uh, but give it time and let's see how much patience Vladimir Putin continues to show with continued Israeli airstrikes against Putin's close allies inside Syria, the Iranian regime, Hezbollah, and the Assad regime. It seems like it's just not sustainable long term, especially if you look at the book of Ezekiel, chapter 38 and 39, the war of Gog and Magog, which we have talked about many times here on the newscast, and a possible Russian role there in this last day's confederation that the Bible says will come against Israel. Moving on to our last topic, we want to get to a clip from the Watchman TV show real quick from the Gaza border that you need to see. It will show you the last story we have today to report the new Israeli security barrier along the Gaza border. The Israel Defense Forces announced today that the barrier is complete. Folks, this is a 40-mile-long, massive, high-tech barrier that Israel has been working on over the past few years, in specific to block Hamas terror tunnels. You might say, Eric, how does it do that? Because tunnels are dug underground exactly this 40-mile-long barrier is not only above ground, it also goes deep below ground where it can literally block those tunnel diggers. We know all too well that Hamas, over the past decade especially, has dug these terror tunnels from Gaza into the communities of southern Israel in an attempt to kidnap and kill, capture Israeli civilians uh, on the Israeli side, take them back through a tunnel back into Gaza like something out of a horror movie. Well, Israel has invested over $1 billion in building this wall to block those Hamas terror tunnels. Again, it's a high-tech barrier, sensors, concrete, steel, a lot going on there. Uh, I was there. I've been there to the Gaza border many times over the years, but in the past few years in particular, I have watched uh, Israel working on this wall and seeing it built in real time and in the wake of the May 2021 war between Israel and Hamas in Gaza. I visited that very area with a good friend of mine just north of the Gaza border. We were literally on the Gaza border and in this interview you can see that barrier behind us again designed to block Hamas terror tunnels in particular. Take a look. Well, Roz, we were in Ashkelon together. Now we are in your backyard, literally, but also in the backyard of Hamas. Your Moshav here is in the shadow of Gaza. Tell us where exactly we are and what goes on right down the street, quite literally. Welcome to Moshav Nativa Asara, where I've been living most of my adult life. Um, 
We are located now just under a mile from the border with the Gaza Strip in the center of my community. The last houses of my community are physically, literally touching the fence, the border with the Gaza Strip, um, which makes us uh, the closest Israeli community to the Gaza Strip border, or what we call the bordering community, which means the fence of the community is also the fence of Israel. But uh, since And we're north of Gaza right now, We are now, north right? of okay. Gaza. We are north of Gaza in the southern part of Israel. And Raz, clearly, a lot of Hamas and Palestinian Islamic Jihad activity, a stone's throw away. Tell us what you see here on a regular basis and the threat you live under uh, the activity of terrorists right beyond the border. Look, being now a few hundred feet from the border, I can clearly see, you can clearly see with our own eyes outposts of Hamas, of Islamic Jihad. How can you tell? Because of different flags. Each outpost have a different flag on it. With our, with with your own eyes, you can see outposts. If you look above the wall, the buildings overlooking us is a Hamas outpost. And as we speak, they are, have no mistake, they are looking at us. If they want, they can do something about it. They don't do anything about it because they decide not to. The reason we're not being targeted, shot at, or being aimed at a missile is because they don't want to do it. Why? Because they're afraid of the price, they're afraid of us. But it's a matter of a will, not a matter of ability. And folks, just to reinforce uh, what Raz said, you are watching us being watched by Hamas. Just a stone's throw away. That's how close we are. And make no mistake about it, they are watching from these outposts, as Raz said. Tell us how many people live in the Moshav and who are under constant threat here by Hamas and Islamic Jihad. So we are about 250 families today, which is, by the way, six times bigger than we actually established the community. Its community is growing. Despite what we all think that it's going to be a ghost and people will not be able to live despite the threats they are staying, the community is growing, thanks God. And side comment, if you ask me, that's my victory. Normal life, babies, new houses. My victory is not the suffering of my neighbors. I wish them all the best. But the fact my community is getting bigger despite the threats. Hey, as we close here today, we've shown you how Israel has security barriers and Iron Dome to help defend against evil. I want to tell you about a great product we're partnering with here on the Watchman Newscast that can help protect your family online. Canopy is cutting-edge Israeli technology software specifically developed to enable families to enjoy the good of the Internet without the bad. And there's plenty of that out there, as we all know. Canopy is an incredible Internet filter that detects and blocks explicit content on your kids' devices in real time, and it's the only tool out there that can deter and prevent sexting. Folks, as the father of a teenager and a preteen, I know how challenging it is to raise kids in this digital age. That's why I'm partnering with Canopy. It's Israeli innovation at work, and I know it will bless your family. It's a great gift for your loved ones this holiday season. Just visit canopy.us forward slash watchman and use the discount code watchman15 to get a free 30-day trial and 15% off the price of your lifetime Canopy subscription. Folks, you can cover all of the devices in your home for as little as $8 a month. Eight bucks. It's a great deal. And hey, your kids are worth it. Remember, tomorrow we've got another Watchman Newscast live stream. Join us at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, between 4 and 5 Eastern Time. Bring your questions for our Q&A. We are going live here tomorrow. Until then, thanks for joining us today. God bless you. And remember, never hold your peace.